0: welcome to zion baptist Church's closing of the series why did he die jesus is the one way uh, spoken by pastor samuel duran on easter sunday we are closing out this series why did he die following the signs of life we start out with a stop sign to stop to think and observe and and then, then after you stop to think and observe, you might have noticed you were going the wrong way. And so you're thinking, how did I get the wrong way, how did I make this wrong turn, and when you realize you're going the wrong way, you'll make a U-turn, you'll repent, you'll change your mind and say, I no longer want to go this way, but I'm going to go in another direction, and, and when you go into that another direction, then you find out you found the right way, and it was Jesus, and so you yielded to him, and as you yielded to Jesus, then you got into behind him, and when you got behind him, there's no path. You cannot get in front of Jesus. You have to stay behind him and just follow him. And guess what? He'll lead you in the right direction. That's why we walk by faith, not by sight. So you stay behind him in the no passing zone. All right. And the reason why you're staying behind him in the no passing zone is because you're only going one way. Amen. And that's where we are today. One way. One way. There's only one way to get some places. If you are familiar with the downtown Peoria, you might have realized there's a lot of one way streets. And if you're not familiar, you might have turned the wrong way on those one way streets. I know I have. If you don't want to admit it, I have plenty of times. I just got my driver's license. I'm wondering why all these cars come in my direction. And I figured I was going the right way, you know, and then it came behind. I saw the sign one way. I was so embarrassed. So I had to pull in and turn around and go around. You know, oftentimes we're going the wrong way, but we're thinking we're going the right way, but yet there's still only one way. There's only one way to get there. That's why they set up the streets for the traffic of flow to be convenient and to move smoothly through the city. Jesus said this, that he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father but through me. And, and so in our life, if we really want to make it to heaven, there's only one way. The question is, why did he die? He died so we can find out the one way. Right. And that one way was only through him. I, I, I don't even know why I'm standing up preaching. Now, if you paid attention to the song, you can go on your way because you saw him sitting at the right hand of the Father and he had nails in his hands. Why? He died on the cross for us. That was the only way. That was the one way. Tell somebody, that's one way. Jesus is the one way. Tell somebody, Jesus is, Jesus is the, one the one way. Ask him, are you going that way? way. Uh-huh, now, now you're thinking, now you're thinking, now you're thinking. Uh, am I going the wrong way? If I'm not going the one way, I'm going the wrong way. and That's either way, sideways, backwards, anyways, every way but the one way. And Jesus is the one way. Those that have their Bibles, if you could turn to John 10th chapter. We're going to look at Jesus, first of all, talking about how he's a lot of things. Jesus says some I am's. And before I get into when he said I am the way, the truth, and the life uh, in a previous chapter, chapter 10, Jesus tells him something else. He's a lot of things. That's why I like him, because he could be everything for us in a time of need. Jesus says in verse 7, chapter 10 of the Gospel of John, verse 7, he says, then said jesus unto them verily verily i say unto you i am the door of the sheep and that ever came before me are thieves and robbers but the sheep did not hear them i am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be what Amen. and shall go in and out and find what pasture, pastor, See, Jesus is the way. And here in the King James says he is the door. Other translations says that he is the gate. The bottom line is he's still the one way. Yeah. And it says when you go through the gate, you go into green pastures as you go in and out. Now it takes me back to Psalms 23 when the, and it says the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not. And then he may be lie down. All right. He, why, why, why does a sheep make you lie down in the green pastures? Because the shepherd wants to see you grow. Yeah. He wants to provide for you in your life. But now let's think about it. Am I going the one, the one way, the right way? Because oftentimes people may get around you and tell you what you should do with your life. All right. You can just turn on to any TV show and they'll influence you some way, somehow. They'll tell you that you want to get McDonald's. They'll tell you, you're hungry right now, and the McDonald's fries are the best ones to get. Or you can be was um, what is it now, the dollar heirs, right? right? You know how you can save a dollar by getting anything off the McDonald's menu. Or, or you might see how you want to lose weight, so they got all kinds of things for you to lose weight. You have this, this diet, the South Beach diet, any diet, whatever diet, they make up any kind of diet, and it still doesn't work, but they're getting rich off of you and making you feel less about yourself. But yet Jesus is not trying to make you feel less about yourself. Looking at verse 10. It says this. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more what? More what? Abundantly. More what? Abundantly. Tell somebody have life have more, abundantly. More, abundantly. more abundantly. But the only way you can do that is by going through the gate, going through the one way. So tell somebody, are you going the one way? You know, you got to figure it out. I want to have life, what, more abundantly. You can't have it on your own. It's only through Jesus. So the question is, again, why did he die? In order to know why he died, you need to know why he lived. He is the gate, but not only does it say he's the gate, he also says, I am the good shepherd. And what does it mean to be the good shepherd? It means he's not like the thief. The thief only comes to rob and to destroy. There's some thieves in our lives. Who don't care if you prosper? Who don't care if you live? Who don't care if you gain? They will rather see you fail than rather see you to succeed. And, and when you do fail, they're the ones shouting and telling everybody about your business. Has it happened to anybody here? That when something went wrong in your life and you only thought a few people know, but those few people told everybody they knew because they was happy to see you fail. And then you found out that they were no longer your friends. And you found out what a definition of a friend is, that a friend is there through thick and thin. A a friend wants to see you have life more abundantly. A friend wants to see you in green pastures, but a thief and a robber just wants to destroy. I wish I had some help this morning. I got some help. All right now. See, see, I, I, I know I've been there myself. That I thought going my way and hanging out with this crew and these people that I was living the life I should, but really I was living the life I should not. Because I was being blinded with my own sinful nature, how the saying goes, the grass is greener on the other side. And, 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 and I could say that about my yard because oftentimes I don't take care of my yard. So yeah, the grass is greener on the other side. But if I want my grass green, I got to what? Take care of my yard. See, oftentimes we want success, but we're not willing to work for it. We just want somebody to give it to us, but we're going to let it die and let it ride because we're not even taking care of what we do have. You see here, Jesus says, I want you to have life and have it more abundantly. See, Jesus is saying, come to me. I remember he said, there's all these that are heavy burdened. Come and sit under my teacher, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And come and find rest for your soul. See, Jesus is concerned about your well-being. But yet there's people out there who are not concerned whether you live or whether you die. They're only concerned if you can give them something. That's the thief. And then, then Jesus says, I am not like the hireling. The hireling runs at the first sight of trouble. The hireling's only there to get paid. The hireling's there only for a job. But yet, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Yeah. And the good shepherd is willing to lay his life down. Look here. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep and what? And know, and, 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 and know of mine. And as the Father knoweth me, even so know I, the Father. And I lay down my life for the what? And the other sheep. So I'm, I'm 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 a pause right there. Jesus came for the Jews, and and the Jews were, were, were God's chosen people. Sorry, Jews are God's chosen people, but they did not accept Christ. And but yet Jesus didn't stop there. He also says this that I'm also here for the other sheep. Verse 16, and the other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must, what, bring, and they shall hear my voice, and, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. See, this is how you know the good shepherd, that the good shepherd knows you and you know the good shepherd. And the only way to know the good shepherd is that you've got to take time to know him. We sing songs, Jesus walks with me and he talks with me and he calls me his own. And But yeah, I need to ask you, do you walk with him and do you talk with him and do you call him your own? You see, there's a flip-flop there. It's a relationship. Jesus says, I know you and I call you by name. But the only time we call out his name is when we're in trouble. You see it even in movies, right? They get in the ass and they say, Jesus Christ. But They're not calling on the name above all names. They're cursing. They're swearing. They don't realize that Jesus means Jehovah saves. You see, when we don't know Jesus, we don't know the power and the potential that we have in him. Because when we're in him, we are blessed. As we go in, as we go out. Did it not say that you go in out the gate and come out the gate into a green pastures, meaning that your grass will always be green? Isn't that a good thing? Don't, don't you feel good when you look out the window, you see green pastures? I, I know I feel excited. Maybe it was just me that when the snow melted away and I saw green grass, I was like, wow. Thank you, Jesus, for spring because I, I, I can't stand the snow. I, I, I like it for a little while, but after a week, I'm ready for it to go. And I'm ready for green grass. You see, you know, we, we, we need to realize this, that green means life means vitality, and, and it's bringing forth fruit. God wants to bring forth fruit in our lives, and the only way is by feeding us. That's why when Jesus taught his disciples, he said, give me this day my daily bread. You see, the is going to feed you and take you to green pastures. But yet the thief just comes to kill and destroy. The howling does not care about you. The howling wants to see you fall. But then again, I want you to remember this: the good shepherd knows your name. There's a song, I believe the choir scene sometimes, Say He Knows My Name. Yeah. Well, well. What, how does it feel when you go to a place and they know your name? Does it feel good? Remember the, the TV show Cheers? Some of y'all remember the Cheers? That, you know, a place where everybody knows your name, right? So you walk in, they go, Norm. You know, they, they say the name. And, 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 and whenever I come to my parents' house, and if my dad is by the door, when I walk in, he yells out, Sam. And it just puts a smile on my face that I've been, you know, he since my arrival. I'm just feeling great. He knows my name. I'm still his son. That's another story. He doesn't call my name. But, you know, see, knowing someone, somebody knows your name, they love you and they, they surround you. See, Jesus never forgets your name. He always remembers you, because cause on the cross, remember, if y'all are here on Good Friday, remember, Jesus says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And then there was a thief there, he, and he said, he said, remember me in kingdom, but Jesus says, this day you'll be with me in paradise. See, God never forgets, but when things get good in our lives, we forget how we got there. When things, you know, are, are so easy, we can just turn to left to around. Right. We don't have to work to get money or work to have food or we always have gas in our car. But when times are rough, then we're looking for Jesus. But, you see, just looking for Jesus' time of help does not really mean anything. You have a close relationship with him. Jesus wants you to daily carry your cross and follow him. Jesus says, follow me follow me if you're not willing to follow me you're not worthy to be my disciple I I want you to understand when you know the shepherd you know the shepherd's way and the shepherd gives you commandments telling you to love your neighbor as you love yourself telling you how you should forgive your brother not just one time or two times but 70 times 70 and what that means that is unconditional that I will forgive you my brother it don't matter if you stole from me and you're going to do it again. I'm still going to forgive you. If you slap me in my mouth, I'm still going to forgive you. You lied on me. You cheated on me. I'm still going to forgive you. And you're saying, why am I going to forgive them? Because Jesus forgave you. Yes, he did. See, Jesus said, I will lay down my life for the sheep. And, and it is he that lays it down. I, I like it here in, in verse 18. It says, no man take it from me but I lay it down of myself I have power to lay it down and guess what I have power to take it again the commandment I have received of my father I'm glad that Jesus came on assignment of his father that he wasn't on his own accord because I remember when he was in the garden of Gethsemane and it it was so hard because why he was fully God and fully man and he was kneeling down in the pain came over him and, and he was saying father if this cup can pass us over him but he said now my will be done but your will be done and so Jesus realized that father this is not because what I want to but because of you and he said, because I will obey my father because for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son so Jesus says I'm willing to lay my life down for you why because it's the only way God gave you the commandments he gave you the laws how to make the sacrifices but that sacrifice just would not suffice. The blood will dry up and you got to make another sacrifice another day but Jesus blood is eternal his sacrifice was appeasing to the father. It was the only way And, and Jesus says those that are in my hands will not be plucked out. I'm glad that the Holy Spirit will be sealed into us till the day of redemption so understand here that the only the only way is through Christ Jesus. So, so what does that mean? That means this, that I need to stop living my life for me. I need to start living it for the Lord. As it says in Philippians, that I press towards the mark of the prize, of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Realizing that I forget the things that are behind me, and, and I forget about what I'm going to lose, but I think about the things I'm going to gain. Uh, what can I gain in Jesus? I can gain peace that transcends all understanding. Uh, I can gain a calm of mind when my house is out of control. Uh, I can have peace when I just got fired from my job. Uh, I can have sleep good at night No Lord, I, I put my son in your hands, my grandson in your hands, because I don't know what they're doing. They're acting out of the mind. But yet, Jesus, you said not one of yours will be lost. Uh, and so glad, I'm, I'm so glad that I can trust in you, that, that I walk by faith and Not by sight. Because why? Jesus is the only way, the one way, the right way. So think that if I'm going this one way, that I can't go my way. I can't go the way my flesh wants me to go. I I will deny the flesh and submit to Jesus. And when I submit to Jesus, Jesus said he'll give your life and give it to the field or more abundantly in green pastures. So think that the world promises rich and wealth, but all this will fade away. The world can give you a status, and give you a job, make you a president of a corporation. You feel on top of the world. You can be on the media tour. You can go to Oprah. You can go to Larry King. You can be on Dayline and Today Show. But guess what? If that job falls under, will they remember your name? But yet Jesus says, I know you. And I am the gate, I am the good shepherd. And Jesus tells them that in my father's house are homes and many mansions. And I go to prepare a place for you so that when I come back, that you can be with me also. And and they say and one of the disciples said, We don't know the way, and Jesus says you've been with me all this all this time, you don't know that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father but through me, and he's the gate. The good shepherd. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And the life is eternal life. So we think if I follow Christ, I got to leave this behind. But yet, when you leave that behind, you're going to gain so much more in Christ. But I can't just tell you, you have to try him for yourself. Taste and see how good he is. Because when you've been washed by the blood and been redeemed, you realize that your life has changed. You no longer walk the same. You no longer talk the same. You no longer do the same things. But you do new things in Christ Jesus. So I encourage you to look which way you're going. And see if you are going on the one way. The one way is Jesus Christ. There's no other way. Muhammad can't do it. Buddha can't do it. Confucianism, Hinduism, all those isms can't do it. But Jesus, the Jesus that stepped out of heaven and came in earthly form, that Jesus, they beat her all night long and then hung them on the cross. That Jesus, they put thorns in his head and pierced his hands and pierced his feet. That Jesus that hung on the cross and tell the Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That same Jesus that they took off the cross and put him in a rich man's tomb. That same Jesus that laid in that tomb Friday night all oh, day started. But early, early Sunday morning, he got up with a Uh, I have glory. I have all power. Sin has no victory. Death has no sting. Because my blood was spilled for them. He told them that this is the new blood, the new covenant. He said, this is your salvation. Because Jesus is alive. Why did he die? So that we may live. Why did he die? Because he did not want us to perish. Why did he die? So that we can face tomorrow. It's Easter Sunday today. He is alive. Tell somebody he's alive. Tell somebody else he's alive. He's alive. Jesus is alive. They thought they had him. They go they had him. He thought we were lost. But he did not paying for a loss. And he's alive. So now we should live for him. There may be somebody here that may not know Christ. And you might be wondering how can I live for him? Well, the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and risen from the dead, you shall be saved. You are saved through the blood of Jesus Christ, not by works, but through Jesus. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you. If you have any comments or questions, please email us or contact us by the web, www.zionbcpeoria.com. Dot com. May the Lord Jesus continue to bless you.